0: This is the case of Savannah Spurlock. Savannah Spurlock was 22 years old when she went missing on January 4th, 2019 from Lexington, Kentucky. Savannah was the daughter of Ellen and Cecil Spurlock, and she was described as someone very kind and easy to get along with. She was loving and outgoing, and she enjoyed family time together. Throughout Savannah's middle school and high school years, she used her outgoing spirit to join the dance team. She enjoyed this a lot. She also enjoyed going outside with her family and spending time with them. After her high school years, she graduated and decided to go to Eastern Kentucky University where she studied health and administration. While Savannah was starting out however, she had her first child and this was difficult for her for tackling all the responsibilities that came with being a mother and a college student. She had a difficult time keeping up with her grades and schoolwork, so she ended up dropping out and taking a step back from college. Savannah's father, Cecil, however, did not like the idea of this. She wanted Savannah to go back and focus on her college career to be able to provide a good, healthy income for her children later along in life. Savannah, however, decided to put the academics postponed And she moved in with her mother in Richmond, Kentucky. Ellen, being the kind-hearted, outgoing, young-spirited woman she is, decided to still have a social life and have friends. She made friends with a girl of hers that she met in college, and she ended up one night making plans for her to go to a bar. On the night of January 3rd at 9 o'clock p.m., Her and the friend met up to go drive to Lexington, Kentucky, her birthplace, to meet up with a guy, and then together they would travel to a bar. It's 10.30 now on the night of January 3rd. Savannah, her friend, and the friend her friend brought, that was a guy, were all at the bar socializing and drinking. Savannah's friend had to work early the next day, so she did not stay with Savannah the whole time at the bar. She ended up leaving earlier than Savannah and the guy friend. The guy friend Savannah ended up getting into a heated argument that led the boy to get up and leave the bar. Savannah was now stranded at the bar by herself. She had to find a ride. Around 2.30 a.m., Savannah's mother woke up out of her sleep to call Savannah And she wondered where Savannah was at. Savannah did not answer the first time. But on the second time she called, Savannah answered and she was in the car. Savannah was obviously with people. Because Savannah's mother could tell from the mingling and whatnot in the back of the car. And Savannah was clearly intoxicated. Savannah and her friends were both reminding Ellen, Savannah's mom, to not worry about a thing and that Savannah was gonna make it home that night, safe and sound. It is eight o'clock on the morning of January 4th and still no sight of Savannah. When Savannah's mother, Ellen, woke up and saw Savannah was not there, she ended up getting very worried and knew something was very wrong. She ended up calling Savannah's best friend, Sabrina, that she had known for 10 plus years and that she was very good friends with because Savannah's mother knew that she would either be at her own house or or Sabrina's. When Sabrina answered the phone, she described to Ellen that she was not there and that she hadn't been there that whole night. Savannah's mother then ended up ending the phone call and letting Sabrina do her research. Sabrina ended up calling Savannah 15 times and still no answer. Hours have passed and there's still yet no sign of Savannah. Savannah's mother, Ellen, ended up filing a missing persons report for Savannah and having the police search for her. While the police were doing their search, Savannah's mother and her friends also started on their own search around the city of Lexington, Kentucky. No sign of Savannah police started questioning. They questioned Savannah's friend and the guy friend they met up with the bar that night and questioned them extensively. Police were quick to take them out of the situation and were convinced that they were not part of Savannah's disappearance. Savannah's family and friends knew that she wouldn't have tried to run away or sneak off with some other man to another town because she had a whole life of where she was living at with her kids and her family there. A couple days passed and the police have now found a surveillance video of what happened on the night Savannah was at the bar. Around 2.30, she got into a car with three other men and went off somewhere. Savannah's friend, Sabrina, however, told the police that these men had not been known before Savannah had gone to the bar, unless Savannah would have told Sabrina. Sabrina knew Savannah very well and told the police that there could have been two scenarios of which that could have happened that night. She said that Savannah could have talked to the guys and the guys could have offered her a ride home. That's why they left. Or, Savannah being the young... Young spirit she is, the guys offered that the night wouldn't have been over and they could have had drinks at their place and Savannah left with them. After the questioning with Sabrina, police came forward and said that they were able to figure out who was leaving the bar with Savannah on the night of January 3rd. They found out who these men were and questioned them and asked what they did with Savannah. They said that Savannah, after partying and drinking the whole night, had spent the night at their place, which was in Gary County, about 50 minutes away from Lexington, and that in the morning, Savannah had woken up and traveled on foot back to Lexington. But there was a couple things off with these details that these men gave. Sabrina and her mom both knew that Savannah would have not walked from Garrett County, which is a 50 minute drive, but a 13 hour walk back to Lexington. They knew this was especially off also because Savannah had no car, she had no money, she had all she was carrying with her was a little purse or clutch that she took out drinking. Police, unfortunately, did not reveal the uh, name of these men except one. It was the primary suspect, a 23-year-old man named David Sparks. David Sparks was the person renting out the home that Savannah and the guys had ended up going to after the bar. David had stayed with Savannah after David's friends left and ended up leaving David and Savannah at David's house. David Sparks had let them know his address, and with all the information the police have gathered, they had a break in between the case, about a six-month break. After January... It continued into July. Around July 11th, there had been a call received from a man in Garrett County reporting that there was a foul odor outside of his house. The police ended up coming to this man's house. This man's house ended up being David Sparks's dad. And they ended up digging... And finding the remains of Savannah. Police were able to confirm that it was Savannah Spurlock's body. Or remains, however. And they were able to get some evidence that led them to know that it was David. Running back between David's sister and David's parents' house. Possibly getting supplies to bury Savannah. That has not been confirmed yet. But they also have found the rug David used to bury her with, or wrap her body with, and they matched the DNA to David's house, or they matched the DNA to David, and they also matched DNA from blood in David's closet back at his house to the blood of Savannah Spurlock. Since David is the primary suspect and has been linked to multiple evidence, he is being further questioned and sentenced to hearings. He has been sentenced so far with tampering of physical evidence and abusive of corpse, and he has multiple hearings continuing on. This case is still developing into 2021 and has yet to be determined. Welcome.